Let's talk about change, because one thing's for sure, your next great and glorious adventure demands it. All you need to do is let go of the past that's creating your future, those ghosts of abuse that limit you. Yes, it might all fall apart before it all falls together, and that's okay. Will you answer the call of radical and orgasmic aliveness? Will you choose you? Welcome to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, your guide for creating a life that's light and right and fun for you. Hello, hello, beautiful beings. It's me, and I'm live. This is Dr. Lisa Cooney. I've missed you all being live. I hope you enjoyed the three weeks of uh, shows on money, 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 money. Uh, They were just so fabulous. We have the replays going, so please check those out because we've got a fabulous telecall series starting August 31st, 2017, called Money Work for Money Fun with four amazing beings. But for today, I'm here talking to you about the art of living with horses with my good friend, my favorite person in the whole world, (laughs) Amy Crystal Hirsch. And here she is. Say hello. Hi, guys. We're going to talk to you today about, well, the art of living with horses. I'm having a class here at Cedar Haven Stables this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, one of the Access Consciousness uh, classes called the three-day body class. High bodies, high bodies, high bodies is my favorite saying, where you get to have a date with your body for three days on a massage table with somebody's beautiful hands running energetic processes and my amazing, if I do say so myself, facilitation. <laughs> um as your host of the class for uh, those three days. And then on Monday, Amy and I came up with a day-long workshop because people were, that were coming to the class were asking, hey, you know, can I stay? Can I get some lessons uh, with the horses? And can we do something with horses? And Amy and I put our heads together and we came up with this day-long called The Art of Living with Horses. And that's what we're going to talk to you about today. Um, as many of you know, I relocated from California rather unexpectedly, if you will. Texas was never in any thought or sphere, little did I know, of my awareness. Um, but my new favorite saying is I, I did some uh, shake-up in California, did some shake-up in New York, and now I'm doing some shake-up in the middle of the country here in Texas. And I am housing here at Cedar Haven Stables in Cedar Hill, Texas. And we are just creating like banshees over here. Lots of fun things for people to come on by and play not only with horses, but energetic healing work, do some live sessions, not only with myself, but also with Amy. And we'd love to invite you to come to the ranch if you're ever in Texas, the south of Dallas. Just let us know. Certainly, uh, as we're talking about horses, which may not be something for everybody, um, on this show today, but it is and has become, you know, a, a love of mine, and it definitely is a love and a passion of Amy's, which she'll talk about uh, most of her life. This is only a year that I've been into horses, if you will, and I'm still a, a newbie, learning a lot about them, and she's really the expert with the, the horses in and of itself, but you can still call up for facilitation with regards to horses or anything else that you 
would like or have a question about or anything that you're struggling with, 1-888-346-9141. So let's talk about the art of living with horses. Amy, what do you have to say about that? Well, it's so funny. I just noticed that you said something. Um, You said that I have been living with horses most of my life. And actually, that's not technically true. But it's funny you said that because um, I really only came back to horses about uh, 10 years ago. And I had taken a couple of um, summers at camp with horses. But when you said most of my life, I was thinking about that because horses have been in my awareness most of my life, if not all of my life. And I remember having a pony party when I was probably like four years old, something. So I have pictures of this little party with me um, leading little ponies around with, you know, birthday kids on the ponies. And also, of course, riding the ponies myself. And, you know, everything was hand-led. But there was, there's a confidence that I remember. Even from that young age, there was a space that horses created for me where I always felt my best or most at home or most comfortable, like being on the planet. And so um, it's funny. So then I had a couple of summers at camp with them, and then that was just reinforced, and I was like 9 and 10. And I remember everything about that. I don't remember a whole lot about my childhood, but I remember the uniform I wore. I remember the velvet hat. I remember the crisp (laughs) white shirt and the jodhpurs. And I remember that there was just this world that was created with horses, and I understood it. I was like, oh, I get it. This is what I wear. This is um, how I'm instructed. Like, this was a world that I wanted to be a part of, much more than I wanted to be a part of the one I was actually in most of the time. So I, I know that I always wanted to come back to it, and I kept trying to create that for myself. And it didn't actually happen for me until after I'd had my two kids and I did uh, start taking lessons, and I was pretty much more determined um, than anything I can remember in my life to never quit um, being with horses again. Number one, because I was so freaking sore after these first couple of lessons, I don't think I could walk really for two weeks. And I made, I remember making this promise to myself that I would never be that sore again, that I would never take a break from horses again, and it didn't matter where I was traveling for family vacations or whatever. I was going to seek out horses and I was going to continue taking lessons to the extent that when I went um, on a family trip in Maine, I was on these back roads and I mean, we didn't have navigation back then. And I remember thinking to myself, if I get lost out here, I will never be found. Like I am out God knows where looking for this place to ride a horse. And um, anyway, it just was basically like no matter what the obstacles, I'm choosing this and this will be part of my life. And I didn't realize what a commitment and what um, a contribution that was, honestly, until recently, until we started talking about this class. Hmm. That's so beautiful. I love what you said. I felt most at home and most comfortable, like on the planet with horses. And, you know, everybody has their thing. It wasn't necessarily, um, it's not necessarily my thing. I can't say that I feel most at home or most comfy on the planet with horses, but I certainly love living with them and living on these 25 acres and having their presence um, around all the time to go up to, to, or even not go up to, just feel and perceive 
them energetically, but then watching you and witnessing you like last night when we were out in the barn dealing with two horses, one mysteriously got a gash on its head and and we had to get stitches for it. And then the other had what we now know as uh, cellulitis, um, which is a sw- swelling on uh, what I like to call my horse, Gypsy. But, you know, no horse is anybody's horse, really. But, you know, I just got to say my horse just for just for just for fun. <laughs> um, and we were out there. And, of course, I'm not doing a whole lot other than, you know, helping being Amy's helper here. But I'm watching you and I'm watching her, you know, give the shots, give the antibiotics, give the medicine, you know, put the halter on, um, walk them out, take care of them, you know, how they come up to her and, and how they behave with her. And there's a space, I'm talking about her as I'm talking to the radio and you're sitting right here next to me, but it's just a, it's, it's actually just beautiful to watch because because there is this comfort, like you said, and this at home. And even in the show description that, you know, we wrote up or you wrote up, you wrote, they beckon to me, the horses, they whisper to me, they're present for me in every moment in the deepest part of my being with their wisdom and teachings, universal and infinite. And when I'm with you, like last night in the barn and playing with you and caring for them, I mean, it's like, it's like a mother with a child, you know, it's just so easy for you. And you, you even, you know, when they're hurt and they don't want you near them, they come near you. And I ask you all the time, you know, how do you do that? Or how do you be that space? And you're always like, you're trying to explain it, but there actually is no explaining it. It's like, you're just being it. And it's quite a, it's quite a sight to see, it's quite a energy to be around in, and I keep hoping and praying that my molecules and <laughs> cells will, you know, through osmosis, absorb. You know, when I go out to them, I'm always like, okay, if I was being Amy right now, what would I be? <laughs> That's so funny that you said that, Lisa, and it actually made me a little teary. Um, because, I, because you pointing out the space that I be with them actually did bring some awareness to me, and when I was with Gypsy and she didn't want to come to me and she didn't want me to put the halter on her. And I really did tap in like, what space am I being after I, you know, did succeed in getting the halter on her? And what, what am I being as I walk up to a horse that really doesn't want to be messed with? And I remember actually acknowledging that I just became more space. And it's something that you and I have talked about before. And it really reminds me of how you are with bodies, with human bodies and how you are with people when you facilitate, when you teach your body class. And it just came to me again, like, what a great combination we are. Um, because I actually do know how to do that with horses more easily than with people. But being in your classes, taking body you know, classes with you, I, I am tapping into that um, ability with with people and you're pointing that out to me and I am with like that with you when you're having a hard time. So I know I have the capacity. It's just really making the choice to do something that's actually stretching me further because horses are easy for me. They are my comfort zone. 
And yeah, one of the things you said, that's great. Thank you for that. One of the things you said last night when I was asking you, like, how did you do that with Gypsy? Because, you know, when sometimes I have a difficult time going out to the paddock and going to get her and halter her and, and get her for my lesson and whatever. And, and she knows that. So she turns her butt to me and, and that kind of stuff. And then sometimes I get scared because I feel like, you know, one swift kick from that leg, you know, will knock me silly. Um, but I, I never witnessed you doing that or, you know, Kelsey, our trainer out here, you know, do that. Or even some of the people that have, that have helped me gotten the, gotten the horse sometimes. And, and what you said was, I think, really important. And then we're going to go to break. You said that you be so much space that, and that your eyes look down at the ground and you be so much space that the horse doesn't feel any kind of threat and knows that you're not a prey animal or not preying on them. And then therefore they feel no threat. And so they will actually then just kind of morph and merge with you. And that is so much like people and children and even people, since the show is Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, people moving through abuse and trauma. Like I was just doing a session before we had the radio show and I was working with somebody who was navigating you know, a new potential trauma that they have not brought to their conscious mind until today. It came up through some um, relationship activity that was going on, and she was so uh, frozen, like a cement block. She just kept saying that she's like under and armored under this, you know, outside shell or like a house on top of her chest. And it's like, I just go in there with that same space. But there always seems to be that you do with horses. And thank you for reflecting that. But there, there definitely seems to be um, the similarities with humans and with horses. And what would it take to allow that bridge with horses and with humans to be ease, joy, and glory for all of us? So that's what we're talking about here, the art of living with horses. There's 19, there's 19 horses on this ranch here, Cedar Haven Stables, um, and they commune with us every day. They gift to us every day along with the trees and the earth. And one last thing before we go to break, Amy? Yeah, I was just going to say when we come back, we're going to talk about what happens when just being space isn't actually enough. Very good. Okay, this is Dr. Lisa and Amy Crystal Hirsch on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. We'll be back after the break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. 
Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation, where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. Hello, friends. This is Amy and Dr. Lisa. Well, I'm actually Dr. Lisa. You'll hear Amy's voice in a moment. We're talking about the art of living with horses. And first of all, before we go to talk more about space, how about this? All the points of view and evidentiary contrivances you have locked into your body that you could never ride a horse, understand a horse, be around a horse, be the space that a horse requires you will probably never ride a horse, or even if you did, it would all turn out wrong. Will you now rescind, revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And whatever, what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be and use and play with the transliterate capacity that you truly have and be? Transliteration, meaning understanding, being with, knowing, being, receiving and perceiving, communication in other languages, even horse language, energetic language, besides the English language or whatever language you were brought up in. Anything that doesn't allow that, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everything that does not allow you to access all the lifetimes in which you were an excellent rider, in which you knew everything there was to know about horses, in which you were the premier dressage person in your reality, in which you were possibly an American Indian, the conquistador, the Roman warrior who rode bareback with just his knees or her knees, or any other form of riding in which you were oneness with the horse, will you now rescind, revoke, recant, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, I was just going to add to that. And anywhere where horses have been calling to you or horses have been in the back of your awareness somewhere and you haven't really wanted to listen or pay attention, can we destroy and uncreate that? 
Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because that was definitely in my awareness. And really listening to that knowing, even though it went against anything logical, anything computational, and I still continue, that's a whole other topic, I still continue to go against anything that this reality um, gets about me, horses, how many horses I have, buying horses, selling horses, um, all of that. Can we just destroy and uncreate all of that? Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I mean, I really wonder if there could be any more judgments in a world than the world of horses. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. How you should handle them, how they should be trained, how they should be raised, how they should be ridden, how they should be fed, how they should be given medical care, how they should, you know, there's so many things about horses. So let's, can we just destroy and uncreate all of that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So we were talking about being the energy around horses and humans and what it takes to, um, you know, to really create with that energy. And um, I was going to say, you know, sometimes just being space, and Dr. Lisa knows this very well, sometimes just being space with people and horses is actually not enough. It's great to, you know, to remember to expand out, expand out, expand out, expand your energy when you're feeling contracted or threatened by something. But sometimes you actually have to change your energy and be more, bigger, um, more intense, and actually meet the energy. And I know that, Lisa, you do this in your classes all the time with the energy that comes up for people. And I do this with horses. So when we went out to get Gypsy, and actually she didn't come to either one of us because I think she did feel a little bit like both of us coming at her mm -hmm. felt a little bit too much for her. Mm -hmm. And she did not come to us. I had to get my energy really big. And I was like, okay, listen, I'm confronting you. I'm facing this head on. And I will meet you, and, this, and I'm willing to be here as long as it takes. And again, just such a similarity, because that's what you do with people in your classes. You're like, as long I am with you, yeah. I am staying with you, I am going to confront this energy, and it, I don't care how long it takes, I am here for you. And I feel like that is an energy that makes you successful in your classes with people and has also made me, you know, successful with horses is like, I'm willing to turn it up and at, a, you know, at the drop of a hat and empower myself to be what I need to be to, to get the result that I'm looking for or to keep myself safe or to keep the horse safe or whatever needs to happen. I get all jacked up just talking about it. I think it's great. Yeah, I'm sitting here and, and I love that turning it up. Let's turn it up. Let's turn it up. Let's turn it up. And it's really interesting, you know, because that whole energy of turning it up, like she says, you got to change your energy, you know, be bigger, more intense. And that's what you told me when I was having trouble getting gypsy. And I'll tell you, like, literally going out into a huge paddock with three or four thousand pound animals just, you know, doing whatever the hell they want. <laughs> and you're going, this is, you know, my five foot four frame, you know, and a halter trying to get the horse. I'll tell you, it, it was nerve wracking for me. And you know, I had to, I, I do struggle with not having an agenda. My agenda is to get the horse, get Gypsy, and put the halter on her and get her out of there. But all of that energy, the horse can feel, you know, and just like if someone came to me, like if you walked in a room and said, I'm going to get you, you better believe I would put my porcupine quills up and start moving away from you and be like, you ain't going to have me that easy. 
you know, I'm from New York. You know, we play street ball. We, we are used to things coming out from the right and the left and the up and the down and having to do something about it and having a plan of attack. Um, and let alone my history with abuse. So turning that energy up and being bigger and more intense for some of you could remind you of abuse. It could remind you of a parent that was violent or screaming in the house or, or a perpetrator situation where, you know, you might've been robbed or attacked or who even knows raped perhaps, or, or, you know, sexually abused or physically abused in some way and having to actually change your energy and be that big could actually feel or sense like a perpetration at some point. And then, you know, you've aligned and agreed with never being a perpetrator. And right there, you clamp down on your own energy, being the energy of what is required in order to work, play, be, and receive the energy that horses be. So everything that brings up and lets down for everybody, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere you've aligned and agreed or resisted and reacted to never turning your energy up because you have these autoresponders that it may be related to perpetration. Let's revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all the secret, hidden, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, unspoken, undisclosed agendas to that right now. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And let's dissipate and release to the earth all the trifold sequencing systems, shock and trauma systems, vibrational wavelength systems, and zero sum of trauma systems. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You know me, Amy. Any way I can get those clearings in for people to get abuse off this body, off these bodies, and off the planet. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to like add to this conversation something else that was a huge thing for me um, when I came to Access and started um, went to a couple classes and was facilitated by Gary Douglas for some of the first few times was safety. And I had a huge thing with feeling safe and being facilitated. And I actually talked to him about it in, um, in a two, three class. Um, and he was like, well, what do you mean safety? Um, cause we had actually moved rooms and I didn't feel safe in the room that we moved to. And I just like, there's all these things going on for me in my environment. And I asked him if I could come sit with him on the stage. And I just sat kind of like on the floor there. And I needed to be actually close to him to be facilitated to feel safe enough to talk about what I wanted to talk about. And he was like, what's this deal with safety? He was like, um, you know, you live in Texas. Don't they have tornadoes and this and that and the other? He goes, is that safe? And I was like, well, no. And I don't, you know, I don't really think of that. And he goes, and what about horses? Like you jump horses. Is that safe? And I said, well, I don't, I don't think about that either. Like, I just do it. Like, there's a trust that I have when I ride. And so this came up for me just now because I was thinking when, when you're asking for change in your life or, you're actually, or you are asking for facilitation or you're coming to a three-day body class, let's say this weekend with, with Lisa. <laughs> that was a good one, um, Amy. You know, <laughs> there is something that is really, you know, can be feeling unsafe. I know that I've had facilitations with Lisa where I actually had to choose to do it anyway, even though I didn't feel super safe with whatever waters we were going into. And it just kind of brought up horses with me and how it is always a choice. You know, whatever you're choosing, whether it's to go on the back of a horse, to jump horses, or to get an intense facilitation that may change your whole life or, or release you from something that you've been actually holding on to. And I just wanted to bring that up because there's something about that I find very fascinating. 
I think that's great. And it is really fascinating. And I want to speak more to that when we come back from the break, um, specifically relating to, um, you know, what you were saying about trusting um, yourself. There's just like this innate trust and innate trust in the horse. Because I've seen you ride and I've seen you ride no hands going over horses. And that, or going over jumps, sorry, going over horses. Using your horse with no hands, no reins, going over jumps. And that was a miraculous speed, I have to say, as somebody who just did their first little baby jump, you know, only a month ago. So this is Dr. Lisa and Amy Crystal Hirsch, and we'll come back after the break. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. 
And we're back. I just want to apologize to you listeners out there. If you could hear me breathing on the last segment, I got a little too close to the mic. So I'm a little excited. And it's so funny because when we first were like decided to do this show and even up to an hour ago, I was like, what am I going to say? You know, I live this life. I am, I be this life, but there's no words for it. So then you get me talking and I get all excited. I'm breathing into the mic. I'm like all jacked up. So I guess I do have a few things to say about this. You have so many things to say about this. And this is why, like, I've been, I've been we're doing our first class uh, together, horse class together, which I have been asking and asking and asking for, what, about a year now? <laughs> and she finally said yes. And I'm so, so grateful because I know between what she be every day, she is the art of living with horses, the stable here. Cedar Haven Stables, there's 25 acres that we live on. It is the art of living with horses. I mean, Amy was at a family wedding this past weekend, and, you know, I was here, and somehow the two horses that we talked about, Gypsy and Dancer, one got cellulitis and one got a gash on its head, and we had to call the vet to come out and fix it. There's something always going on here. You know, whether she's in Denver or Rome or whether we're there too, you know, the art of living with horses is they're, they're a daily um, living, breathing organism that require hay, that require, you know, fly masks, that require um, to be washed and cleaned and fed, you know, twice a day and the, um, the, the droppings to be cleaned up and their stall care to be taken care of and the hay and the arena needs to be harrowed every day, which is my favorite thing to do because it's like a Japanese meditation garden Zen cycle. And, you know, you got to put the hay bales out that are like thousands of pounds. And Amy has, you know, is teaching me how to do that, but I don't think she's ever going to let me do it by myself. But, but, pock and pod that. And, you know, and then there's lessons and then there's horses that are being ride, ridden and horses that are being leased out. And there are people that are coming here every day and there's lessons and, you know, boarding here. And, you know, there's, you know, anywhere from five to 10 cars here a day, let alone the construction that we have going on, which is beautiful, by the way. My new office is underway. And I'm so grateful. Um, but what I'm telling you, besides just telling us, telling you what we live with every day is like it is literally an art and it's a dance. And how she manages all of it, I've really, really learned a lot about, you know, managing 25 acres, 19 horses, you know, board, boarders, a trainer, the construction workers, weather. Uh, the weather, um, you know, how to navigate the five, six, seven, eight different paddocks in mud, you know, in heat. Um, we've had a very, very humid and 106 degree weather month, I think, every day. Uh, the last couple times, last couple months. Anyway, all of this is what we're dealing with every day. And then there's this joy, you know, this joy when you're actually just being with the horse, getting on the horse, doing the rides, doing the jumps, doing the uh, cross-country uh, exercises in the arena, you know, um, grooming them, getting their saddle on, giving them a little treat here and there, taking them to the grass to feed. I mean, it's just, you know, watching them when they're just kind of out there and who's being alpha and who isn't alpha and all of that. It's, it's, quite, a, it's quite an art. So what do you have to say about no, that? No, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, I realized that um, there's all the things that you see on the superficial level, 
But I can't tell you how many times I, for no reason, can figure out why I need to go into a paddock. I think there's one reason I'm going into the paddock, and then that isn't the reason I'm going out there, like to check on their hay or to do something. And I'm like, I don't even know why I'm out in this paddock. And then I'll find some barbed wire or I'll find, you know, something that they could get hurt on or I'll Mm -hmm. find the horseshoe that they lost or I'll find something that did hit them on the head. Like I walked out to that paddock and I find this huge tree branch down and nobody could figure out how the horse got hurt. And it's like there's an awareness and a connection that I have with the land and the space that I'm really so grateful for and I don't think I've truly acknowledged and it's something that I'm always tapped into, like you said, no matter where I am on the planet. Um, it's, it's a connection. And there is an energy out here that I have not felt anywhere else but on this property with these particular horses, with this, you know, with what, with my family, with the trainers, with the boarders. And um, I think that's something we were saying we'd like to offer people to come out and be a part of that. And that's where the art of living with horses, you know, bred from is not that I'm going to, we're going to have you get on tractors and put hay out there. (laughs) Amy will have a heart attack. (laughs) Um, You should see her watching me when I do it. Um, So no, you're not going to be doing that, but we're going to be doing different types of exercises and communing from the space that she's talking about, about her awareness. We're going to be putting words to energy, much like You know, that is, like she said, my skill set about putting words to energy when I work with people in the body class or in individual facilitations or in the Symphony of Possibility sessions that that I also facilitate. It's really about putting into words the, the space, the energy, and the consciousness of what you actually know that you don't know, but you've always known. And being in that space of putting it into words, even if you've been with horses before, there is something you can learn from everyone, no matter what. And even um, from the, you know, the conscious horse, conscious rider classes and facilitation classes that we, that we took, the way that I have witnessed Amy be with horses is even different from that. And I learned so much from there and I learned so much from here. And I use all of that, you know, to my advantage. And, and frankly, some of the ways that um, we're doing things here actually um, merge with my being in, in a way that gives me that space of um, home and comfortable and the freedom to explore. And I've been with other horse trainers and around other horses before. And even though they were probably great in their own right, they didn't communicate to me in a way that I could get on a horse and feel comfortable and at home. And even if it's at 1%, but I have that here and I have that with Amy and her horses and Amy's not my trainer, but you know, I have a different trainer, but I have that because of the energy that's here on the land, the energy that she breeds with the horses, the knowing that she has and that I've been privy to in this last year. And, you know, remember when they said that secondhand smoke didn't have any kind of influence? Well, not that this is secondhand smoke, but I'm watching everything secondhand and I'm, and I'm with her a lot of the time and I'm seeing what's going on and I'm hearing the problem solving and I'm, I'm partaking, you know, as best as I can in the energy and watching how these beings, these horses maneuver and, and how they demand of her, you know, 
to take care of things, take care of them, but also how they demand of all of us to be, to be more space. Like when I am on a horse, when I am on a horse, there is nothing else, no conflict, no problem, nothing on my schedule that matters. It is me, this being, my body with their body, and I am communicating non-verbally through the energetics of somatics and the energetics of energy. And, you know, if I'm putting my left foot into, you know, the horse's belly, you know, to keep them to the side of the arena or, you know, my right foot or I'm leading with the, the lead one way or another or, you know, I'm tightening my calves, if you will, around them when they're going over jumps or whatever, I am communicating. If I'm looking to the right, I'm telling the horse where to go. And I have to be in advance of that so that they have time to, you know, connect with me too, to know where to go and to be in that communion. And I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's quite a process because it's not only every muscle, ligament, cell, tendon, organ, and system of your body is present, but your mind is also present. And you're in presence with this being called horse that is just space and has no agenda and no result and no computation and no quantification. And, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a, it's quite a beautiful communion. And I also want to say, you know, when you're with a horse, not only do you have to be present to a degree that you may not be used to, um, but there's no hiding. So if you're not present, if you have stuff that's coming up, the horse is going to call you on it. It somehow just reflects everything that may be going on with you. And that's what I'm so excited about when we actually do facilitate together is that as may happen in a class, as may happen with a facilitator, you know, like Lisa or Gary or Dane or somebody, um, you know, your shit's going to come up and it's going to be right there in front of your face. And it's always your choice whether you actually want to look at that or not. But there really is no hiding. So anything that I'm functioning from in my life, in my history, in my past is going to be up to look at. And again, my choice, whether I want to or not, but what a great opportunity and what is possible if we do choose to look at that because the horse is going to react to you or not react or show you exactly what your energy is creating. Right. Never fails. And then we'll go to break is the, never fails. Every time I start thinking, if I get scared or start thinking about something like, oh my God, this jump is up there. And what if he trips? Because there was a couple of times that Gypsy, she's tripped and huh? Or pole. And, and she tripped over the pole or something. And, you know, I fell or slammed my wrist or something into her neck and, you know, it didn't hurt her, but it hurt me. And I'm, you know, there's a little bit of a bracing. And every time without fail, I think that way before I go over a jump or a, a pole, she actually responds by tripping. <laughs> Because I already have it in my awareness. And so I stopped doing that. <laughs> and how often do we do that in our life that we actually ask for what we don't want to receive and then we receive it, right? Everything that brings up, let's end down, let's destroy and uncreate it, right? We're on good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So everywhere you might have been killed on a horse in a past lifetime and decided, oh my God, I should be careful here because I'm liable to get killed here again. 
and all the lifetimes in, you, in which you were speared or crucified or something that allowed you to think, oh, my God, I have to be careful because I'm going to have a problem here. Will you rescind, revoke, recant, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everything that does not allow you to remember all the lifetimes in which you were the person who communicated with horses, every horse in the world, in which maybe you were the only person who knew how to communicate with horses, knew how to be there for them, knew how to be everything they would like to be, everything that they allowed you to connect to them totally and understand them completely. Will you rescind, revoke, recant, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all that so you can be present now? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the presence of the aware Perceiving, knowing, being, receiving, horse whisperer, you truly be. Just like Amy Crystal. <laughs> right, wrong, good, and bad, button, pack, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. So we're going to go to the break, and then we'll come back with our last segment of this show. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation, where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. 
Hello, hello, beautiful beings. As you know, we're talking about the art of living with horses. But I want to tell you about a couple of quick things before we go back to the art of living with horses. So um, this Wednesday, I am doing an energetic activation call. It's a part of um, a, a book launch of another compilation book that I'm in called The Energy of Play, which I wrote a chapter about how to allow yourself to play, even though play could have been quite difficult for you as a kid if, for some reason, when you were a child, you experienced some sort of abuse physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or financially. And I give a step process about re-engaging with play in that book. And there are some wonderful authors in there as well. So the energetic activation call is this Wednesday, uh, which I believe is the uh, actually, it's tomorrow, <laughs> the 17th of August, and it's the Energy of Play group energetic activation call, and the only thing that is required for you to be a part of it is to uh, purchase the book from Amazon. There's a link on my um, Facebook page, or you can always email me at va at drlisacuni.com, and uh, fill out the form on the, the page with the... Uh, proof of purchase, and you will get the downloads for the free activation call. It's going to be quite, quite fun. Um, and if you need a little energy tune-up, this would be the call to uh, get on. Also, as I said in the beginning of the show, I'm doing a wonderful, really exciting telecall on August 31st, a 10-week telecall. Five weeks on, one week off, five weeks on with four other, three other amazing facilitators, Catherine McIntosh, Daria Hansen, and Christine McCarthy on money. If you got something going on with money or you actually just want more money or cash for your business, for your relationships, for your sexualness, whatever it is, money comes to the party of joy. So consider joining us for that. You are cordially invited. And um, finally, this weekend... Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we are doing the three-day access consciousness body class here at Cedar Haven Stables. And then on Monday, we're doing a day-long called The Art of Living with Horses in Dallas, Texas. So if you feel the invitation, you feel the call, and it's light and right for you, we would love to have you and introduce you to Dancer and Gypsy and Rose and Peaches and Dio and Glory and Isis and Elijah and Lena and there's so many more that I can't remember the name of Venus and Silver, Silver and who else? Princess, Princess and who else? Um, Kita. Kita. Elijah Frisco. Frisco. That was the one I forgot. Well, there's 19 of them. I don't know if I named 19 of them, but there's plenty for everyone. Amy? Yeah, I mean, I guess finally I just wanted to like pop something open about the world of horses, which is. You know, how many judgments do we all have about our desire to be with horses, our allowing ourselves to be with horses? Um, I know for me, uh, I had so many judgments about deserving to be with horses. Um, and so I'm just wondering how much this is going on for all of us, that horses are just a luxury, that horses are out of our reach, that being with horses is something we don't deserve or can't manifest or don't know how to create. And I really just want to pop all that and destroy and uncreate all of it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because really, like, what do horses have to offer that if we allowed ourselves to be around them, we could create whole new worlds? Whole new worlds. 
I really get the sense that um, it's actually one of the, I can't say one of the main reasons, but one of the creations that I have in mind that, that we are working ourselves and our way to is to really bring people here who not only uh, have experienced trauma and abuse, chronic illness, pain, disease, but really to utilize these beautiful beings called horses to, as an agent of healing, transformation and change. It has changed my body. It has changed my awareness, my being, uh, my health, my wealth, my, my persona. It, it has made me um, just feel like a, a better person, more, more like myself, having the space to be here. And really, like Amy said in the last segment, there's nothing you can do but be present when you're on a horse. And they, you can't hide from anything. And, you know, you either learn to like yourself or you go away from horses. <laughs> That's really the truth. Or, you know, a lot of people just don't have good experiences with them because they haven't been in an environment that really fosters having good experiences with horses. So sometimes, you know, we hear so much the random trail ride, the random this, or put on a horse they weren't comfortable on, they'll never come back to it. And so just all those fears that may have been created in this or any lifetime about a bad experience with a horse or not having the support you needed around a horse or not being around the right humans and horses, can we just destroy and uncreate all of that? Absolutely. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what would it create for you to come out and be in a whole new experience with horses? Wow. All the A-E-I-O-U pods. Asinine, erroneous, idiotic, obnoxious, useless, piles of debris. That's the A-E-I-O-U pods. Points of view we buy from other people that you've ever bought from anybody about what horses are, what to do with them, how to do it the right way, the wrong, the not way, the correct way, the perfect way, the right answer, the anything except being present with the horse. Will you now rescind, revoke, recant, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all of that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I'm so glad we did this show. I'm so glad you said yes to the art of living with horses. I'm so glad that you invited me here to spend every day living with these beautiful beings on this beautiful land. And of course, with the most beautiful of all, which is you. <laughs> I know I'm a little sappy, but it is me. Vulnerable and true. And speaking of sappy, like how much can we all receive from horses and humans um, that would totally, you know, give to our lives? Mm-hmm. How much more can you receive from everything today? The trees, the rain, the land, your kids, your beloved, the horses, your dogs, your cats, flowers, your food, and most importantly, you. What would it take? I hope to see you this weekend. If I don't see you this weekend, please check out my schedule on drlisacooney.com. I am beginning my travels in September, California, Utah, South Africa, Australia, China, India, If you can't find me here in Texas, you'll find me there. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Cedar Haven Stables and all the beautiful horses. We love you. We love you all out there. Oh, and most importantly, we're going to have a time change next week. Thursdays, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Take a listen. Stay in touch. Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. 
Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours. Thank you.